Man, I wish they had vegan Toblerones. Because I want to order a custom one while I forget about it. Does it work if you plan on forgetting about it? Yes, it does, because then you'll if you forget about it, you've still forgotten about it. Hello, listeners. This is your host and Game Master, Kat. Coming up next week, we'll be publishing the 50th episode of Unsound Theories. To celebrate that milestone, Kira and I are watching Fifty Shades of Grey. We are absolutely dreading this, but we do it nonetheless for your entertainment. Get ready to listen to what we can't on next week's Unsound Theories. If you're on Blue Sky, you can find us each individually at our usual handles. If you miss the shit posting, you'll find it on Blue Sky. For example, just yesterday, I made a joke about the Nor Mutiny from 1797, a thing that is absolutely relevant to everyone's daily life and totally a joke that everyone understands. Shit posting. You understand. We've also elected to create a new Tumblr blog, at Danger Square Media, where we'll be doing episode write-ups, new game announcements, and general art sharing. If you don't use either platform but still want to keep up to date or just prefer a newsletter, email us at admin at dangersquare.ca with the subject line Danger Square Newsletter. That will help us gauge whether or not we want to start making an email distribution list so that you can get all of those announcements into your inbox. If you'd like to support us, there are a few ways you can do that. First, you can tell someone about the show. We thrive on word of mouth, and our goofy brand of weird is the perfect thing to recommend to your friends, your polycule, your found family, your biological family, or the ghost of your father who seems to be killing people for revenge. We're fans of good pods for their really neat shareability features, but whatever you prefer works for us. If you do leave a review, let us know via Skeet or Tumblr message, and you'll get a shout out on the show. So now, without further ado, let's save the world. to meet Euphrema, or I guess also for Euphrema, what time were you all supposed to meet with Bethany at the cemetery? Well, Bethany was on shift, so basically any time for her. Yeah, cemetery opens at 8. Yeah, so around 8, 9 o'clock probably. Yeah, Bev is not making it for 8, 9 o'clock probably. Bev is going to be waking up around noon. (laughs) And then from there it's a good, like, two hours to get into the city so that's like 20 minutes to get into the city it's like two hours to get to the bronx that's what i mean like to get to the location unless we wanted you from to come pick you up at home and drive back into the city (laughs) no because like i'm pretty sure you from it was expecting to meet bev there at the time arranged if i'm would bev have gone to sleep at five o'clock in the morning no knowing they had things to do the next day no not likely but like bev is a night owl so bev would have gone to bed late so like i don't know bev would be getting up around the time that we had planned on meeting okay so it's like 8 30 and 
Your alarm's not set for another half hour, Bev, but your phone is going off, and it does wake you up. I assume this is Frema calling me? Um, yeah, what's up? Hey, so, uh, what time are we beating up? Oh, time is it? It's 8.30. Yep, yep, okay. Um, I'll be right over. Just give me, like, two hours. Two hours. Okay. Like, uh, I assume you're already there. Well, I'm in the city. Like, in the Bronx, or, like, where? Like, on my way to... Yonkers. You drive. You're driving to Yonkers. Okay. Yeah. No. You're not gonna get back here in time for me. Like it'll just be faster to me to just transit in. I'll be. I'll be fine. I'll see you there. I'm sorry. Okay. We'll catch up soon. Yeah. Okay. So while this conversation happens, the camera shot is a cut-in shot where it's Euphrema on speakerphone in their car or her car driving, um, and Bev in bed on speakerphone. Just sort of... uh, (laughs) Very good setups. Yes. And the Bev part of the camera gets cut off as we focus in on Euphrema. Euphrema, what do you think you want to do with your two hours before Bev gets here? Because you're not getting to the gravesite without that cookie cake. Yeah, I kind of need that to get in the door. Probably eat some breakfast. Shouldn't take a nap. That'd be a terrible yeah, idea. You get a bacon, egg, and cheese um, from a bodega, I assume. That, yeah. that seems likely. Well, in town, that might as well. That feels very Euphrema. <laughs> um, Is there a so park sort near of the cemetery? Van Cortland Park? Yeah. Probably find a nice bench there. Um, you're also, if I, I don't know what Euphrema is into, but you are kind of close to Yankee Stadium. Is that going to be open at friggin' nine o'clock in the morning? In the middle of winter? No, but you can go to Monument Garden, look at the plaque dedicated to Mariano Rivera. Yeah, Euphrema is not going to know who that is. <laughs> Euphrema does not sports. Okay, yeah, you're I, you're probably hanging out in Van Cortland Park. Um, it's relatively, it's the middle of winter. Parks aren't exactly the liveliest. Uh, there's a cricket pitch that you walk past. Um that just straight up is there's a cricket pitch in Van Cortland Park. Um, Good stuff. There's like actual does, hiking that, trails in this the park wickets? too. What was that, Eric? Does it hit the wickets? The pitch. Um, cricket does not have pitches. You bowl in cricket. Oh. So the bowl. Hoisted on my bowler, own petard. Yeah. That, that petard of yours has foisted you. You said there was hiking trails in the park as well? Yeah. Yeah, they should be cleared out of uh, people having fun by daylight. Um, Van Cortland Park isn't really a known hookup spot. Um, now, one thing you do notice as you're going through the park is that there is a whole ass bright green golf course in the middle of winter. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just, like, it's almost a little bit offensive, but there's people golfing and... <laughs> that's a lot of bit offensive. <laughs> yeah. Do you have... <laughs> Has anyone hit any balls into the hiking paths? No. Um, They're more likely to hit balls onto the Major Deegan. Can I have you, while you're sitting in this park, because I think it it would be typical of Euphrema to, when left alone somewhere, 
scan for ghosts, yeah? Scan yeah. for something supernatural. Just pull out the <laughs> equipment at the bare minimum. Have a it's look a around. Good way, it's a good way to calibrate because if there's nothing there, you know what a nothing reading looks like, right? Yeah. So you'd like me to investigate a mystery? Can I have you to read a bad situation? Or, oh. Yeah, I guess read a bad situation. No, wait. Investigate a mystery. Sorry. Time out. Give me a second to... <laughs> I'll take your roll, whatever it is. Okay. <laughs> Whichever is needed, it's a seven. It, they're the same stat, too. They're both plus sharp. Yep. My sharp is my good stat. I think this is, in fact, read a bad situation. Okay, so I rolled a seven. Um, yeah, so hold one. You can ask one of those questions. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? You specifically, until you pull out your ghost hunting equipment, have not noticed a massive EM spike coming from the direction of the cemetery. Oh boy. And in fact, um, from the direction of the cemetery, there does appear to be very oddly swirling clouds. Huh, how'd I miss that? Okay. Can I get into the cemetery or is Bethany going to stop me? You can get into the cemetery. It is open to the public. Okay, good. Uh, so at the gates of the cemetery, you head in. You look into the guard hut, and Bethany is there watching a daytime soap opera. I'll just pop my head in real quick. Hey, uh, Bethany? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, so Bev is on the way. They've got your cake, I believe. You made sure it's a cookie cake? I haven't seen it yet. It's coming from New Jersey. It's coming from New Jersey. Ugh. If I'd known you were going to get me a Jersey cookie cake, I would have bought it myself. Huh. I, I, so, uh, either way, what do you want? I'm just waiting for Bev to show up. I'm just going to take a walk around and not do anything suspicious. Yay! Okay, that, that does make me a little bit suspicious, but uh, do you want a map of something? Yo, you've got maps of the cemetery? Yes! Yeah, well, we've got a lot of famous people here in Woodlawn. Do you want to see Nellie Bly? You could see Fiorello LaGuardia. Yeah, like, like are these all individual uh, maps got, or one big one? No, it's all one big map. I'll just circle it for you. We got Irving Sweet. Berlin. We got Herman Melville, if you happen to be into whales. Or, like, sailing in general. Uh, literary you know, figures. It's not my cup, but I might as well go see it. Yo, that's awesome, Bethany. Thanks. Yeah, no worries. Uh... I particularly recommend going to see Nellie Bly. It's a very nice part of the cemetery. Um, you know, Fiorella LaGuardia, obviously one of New York City's best mayors. Do you want to do... I could give you a history lesson on Fiorello LaGuardia. First Italian-American mayor of New York City. Afterwards, I'm going to go do my little walk around first. Did you know he made pinball illegal? What a jerk. Okay, but I do have to get going. Yeah, yeah, okay. You come back with that cake soon. Definitely will. Yeah. <laughs> Almost so, didn't get uh, out of that one. <laughs> she was going to tell you about how uh, Fiorella LaGuardia had to go up against the political machine that was Tammany Hall, which was largely run by Irish Americans who used that power to control the Democratic Party in New York and the country. And it was Fiorella LaGuardia getting elected that ended up causing Tammany Hall to break up and removing that political influence brokering that took place in New York by way of 
allowing Italian-Americans to get elected mayor of New York. <laughs> so on this map, do I see a Vandervoort uh, mausoleum? They're not famous, so no. Dang. Guess it's just eyes up then and follow the swirling clouds. Yeah, so um, you walk through the cemetery. It's, again, a large cemetery. It's okay, you found likes walking. You pass by a thing called the Memorial to Marriage. <laughs> Very strange thing to see in a cemetery. <laughs> like This is about the queers, isn't it? <laughs> if you had more time, you would think that... You'd stop to think about it and realize that maybe this is a grave for all of the marriages that ended in divorce. <laughs> it's a little fucked. But you do eventually walk through the cemetery towards this maelstrom, for it can only be described as a maelstrom at this point. And as you get closer, there is less and less and less light. Hmm. That's very not good. Remind me again what Euphrema's weapons are. Uh, pepper spray. <laughs> All right. Euphrema doesn't get magic weapons. Still technically a normie. Mm -hmm. Situated next to the lake that you have found, as it becomes nearly pitch black, and you, in fact, do actually have to pull out a flashlight. Yeah, I figured. You do see in a round circle a mausoleum labeled Vandervoort. Gonna try and uh, yell out to the mausoleum. With the, hey, is anyone in there? Riley? Am I conscious? You? I don't know what the current state of... Oh, sorry. You weren't waiting for me. Correct. I was adding a dramatic pause. Riley, you sort of come to by way of hearing someone yelling, is anyone in there? Fuck. Um... And the current state of things in the mausoleum maelstrom. Like, There's... I don't see anything more specific than this sort of thing going on, right? Correct. It's pretty dark inside. Um, yeah. You... I just wanted to make sure there wasn't, like, all of a sudden someone standing there. Or something. Um, to try to light a fire? Like, at least hold up your lighter for a little bit of light? Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that. Um, you, you do that. And then... A gust of wind blows it out. Uh, okay. Um, then I'm going to summon a light magically. Okay, roll to use magic. Choose your effect and a glitch, because I rolled a nine. Um, the effect, I suppose, is do one thing that is beyond human limitations, which is create light from nothing. Oh, um, one of these is just banish a, banish a spirit. Um, <laughs> that'd be efficient. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but the glitch... Is the I, magic draws immediate unwelcome attention, probably. Yes, that or do was... do you pick that? I, I oh, picked that. Oh, the keeper but... gets to decide. Yep. Uh, yeah, the magic draws immediate unwelcome attention, but it also draws Euphrema's attention. I thought that was the unwanted attention. <laughs> Maybe, depending how this goes. Yeah. Uh, Euphrema, you see a light from inside this mausoleum. And I'm going to pick up the pace to get in there. It's still locked. It's not locked. There's like no entry other than by taking down the fence, and it's a whole it's a whole thing. Cause it's been fenced off because of vandalism. Right, but like, did Euphrema hop the fence and I missed it? No, Euphrema, you do still have to hop the fence. Oh, I thought the fence was at the gate, which I just walked through. Two fences. Okay. One at the gate, 
and one at the mausoleum. Gotcha. Okay, what do I gotta roll for that? Roll to act under pressure. I handspring over the fence. Yeah, you <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Euphrema channels one of those YouTube parkour people <laughs> and just, like, jumps up over the fence, grabs on, slides down, and it's like, all right, I'm ready to go. Does a duck tuck and roll. Like, it's like... It's very cool looking, even if you can't see it. Nobody else can see it, but it's extraordinarily cool, and nobody will believe you that you are able to do it. <laughs> but you are very successful in making your way towards the mausoleum. Excellent. And you see, illuminated by a ball of glowing light, someone that you met just two days ago. Who I you think is named Riley? Uh, but that's not all you see. Okay. Because standing directly behind her, in full appearance, is a Victorian gentleman with a top hat, a waistcoat, cane, and a look of pure hellish rage on his face. Mr. No, I presume. You. Me take this bitch and leave. That's super not nice. Did you hurt her at all? She tried to burn the bones of my daughters. Ah, shit. Would Euphrema know exactly what that would be? Or is just going off? <laughs> That's pretty standard. Ghost okay, removal yeah. practices. Yeah. You probably read Shit. that in one of the paranormal books that you've read. Probably saw it in a, in a movie once. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Okay. Great. Um, yeah, so if I grab her and we leave, you're going to stop like all this, right? Because it's going to draw a lot of attention. I will do what I need to protect my daughters. You're keeping your daughters trapped they need to move on i didn't ask you hey hey riley riley is that right oh jesus i should have known it was you hi yeah me from the pond good to see you again can you get up uh, mm. this man does he appear relatively solid in front of me yeah i'm gonna take out my silvered dagger wait what do i know okay probably try to know try to know things um <laughs> I mean, I could. You could roll to kick some ass. Um, yeah, I will. I think by training, take the silver dagger out of my boot and try to attack this thing. Yeah, roll to kick some ass. Mm -hmm. This is our first roll to kick some ass of the game. So just for the listeners, uh, when you get into a fight and kick some ass roll plus tough on a seven plus you and whatever you're fighting inflict harm on each other the amount of harm is based on the established dangers in the game that usually means you inflict the harm rating of your weapon and your enemy inflicts their attacks harm rating on you on a 10 plus you can choose one extra effect gain gain the advantage take plus one forward or give plus one forward inflict terrible harm do plus one harm suffer less harm minus one harm or force them where you want them erica you rolled a eight i did which Partial success is a mixed success so you will inflict harm upon each other 
if that's possible. I mean, I'm sure he can inflict harm on me. <laughs> I don't know what a silvered dagger will do to him. I forget. Like, I know they're weak against- ghosts are, like, supposedly weak against- so like, salt is a good way to dispel a ghost briefly, but yeah. only very briefly. Um... Well, I'm going to say silver. Silver will do damage to supernatural things just in general. So what That's is the harm? Probably on your the dagger? reason my old dagger from the order is silvered. Uh, it is one harm. It is small, and it is silver. Those are the tags. Okay. Um, so you slash at this ghost, and it screams. It almost roars. And then it grabs you by the throat and lifts you up. You're going to take two harm. Okay. And you are currently no longer standing. Euphrema. Because I'm floating. <laughs> Riley is being held by the throat, floating there right in front of you. And while you process this, we're going to cut back to Bev, who is <laughs> at the gates outside the cemetery as this is happening. Holding a cookie Holding cake a for cookie an eight-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any indication of where... Who is it? Bethany? Bethany. Why was I thinking Jacinta? I don't know. Like the Prime Minister of New Zealand? Jacinta Arendt? No, like Jacinta Rex. I don't know. That's the next NPC we run into, I guess. The, the Prime Minister of New... Former Prime Minister of New Zealand. <laughs> yes. Um, Is there any indication of where Bethany might be? Yeah, she's in the gatehouse. She's in the gatehouse. Cool. Uh, so I'm going to kind of... I'm just gonna walk up to the gatehouse and be like, "Did they? They they went in without me, didn't they?" I mean, are you looking for Euphrema? Yeah. Yeah, she went in without you. Okay. She was. She said she you were gonna be here like a couple hours later, and she was gonna go walk around and look yeah, at some yeah. of the famous tombs. Yeah. I, I. Wait, wait, wait. So, so she's just walking around, looking at Herman Melville or some shit. Tombs. Okay. So she didn't actually like not go into the. Uh, I don't know where she is. She's walking around in a fucking cemetery. Okay. I don't I'll, have a I'll, GPS tag. I'll text her. You know what, Bethany? You've been a you've been a great help. You wanna? Are I, you able to take me to? The... You, you could get in the golf cart. I just gotta check the cake first. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Yep. Happy birthday. Happy eighth birthday, little Francis. And then you gotta. Who's this guy over here? That's a that's a Slenderman. That's an Enderman. <laughs> a what? It's a guy from the Minecraft. You didn't get like the creepster or whatever. No, no, no. This guy's a this guy's even creepier than the creepster. All right. <laughs> if it if it if you insist that little Frankie will be okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I could. Where do you want to go? Uh, the sisters, the the Vandervoorts. Right, 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 right. Uh, Vandev. You know that's some premium real estate they got there. Yeah, they... they're right by the lake. Oh. Like Herman Melville couldn't afford the lake. What are you? Are you looking? I'm just looking it up so I have context. <laughs> um, what lake is this? Woodlawn Lake. Woodlawn Lake. By the grave of Herman Melville. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 Just hop in a golf cart. I'll take you over there. Okay. Thanks. And as you over towards this spot, you also notice a maelstrom, and that it's getting huh. darker. 
It's some crazy weather we're having. Y you know, uh, just last month there was a weird freeze-thaw cycle. I think I was telling you about this, right? Yeah, we had that you heat mentioned wave. that. Yeah, like last month, right? Yeah, like last month. December. December. December 2023. Huh. Okay. Of, of note? Did some weird things around, the, you know, like water freezing and thawing that quick does some weird things to the ground. Do you believe in ghosts? I believe in one ghost, and that's the Holy the Ghost. The Holy Ghost, okay. You, you raised Catholic? Still am. Still am. Okay. You know, I have some issues with the way the church organizes itself. I, everyone's got the issues, you know. They're not exactly the nicest people if you're queer, but, you know, it's where the family is. I mean, you can find family anywhere. I mean my literal family. Like, my okay. blood relatives. Little Frankie. Okay, yeah, no, 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 I get it, I get it. I'm his godmother. So, you're his... Are you actually his family, though? Are you, like, blood? Yes, I'm his aunt and his godmother. Aunt and his... Okay. I was there okay. at his baptism, yeah. okay. and I made the vow for him Sorry, in I, his place. I just... I get it. I, I, yeah. Anyway, you kind of uh, strike me as a Protestant, yeah. Uh, was was raised Protestant. My parents have some. They they got a little bit in the weeds and letting your priests get married. What the fuck is wrong with that? Christ what? alive! What? I'm complaining about Protestantism. Do you have a problem? No, I I I mean I have a problem with Protestantism, but. That no good Probably dirty scoundrel Martin Luther is yours. Yeah, that's that's no, that's not the problem I have. Nailing um, things to a church door as vandalism. How much further are we going? Uh, we're just like a couple here. Um, do you want me to drive you up to the plot, or do you want to take a little walk? That's okay. I can. I think I can figure it out. We're getting pretty close. Like these clouds. Yeah, just uh, they they seem to be pretty. That is a weird looking indicative. cloud, huh? Yeah, I wouldn't think too much of it. Probably just climate change. Now you know. Anyway, you know, I hope little Frankie enjoys his cookie cake. If you ever need another one, you got my number. I don't, but... Oh. <laughs> Did Euphrema not give... I don't got Euphrema's number either. Can we... As I... far as I'm concerned, the uh, our transactions are done. You gave me a cookie cake, I took you to the oh. gravesite. Well, okay, I mean... It... Think you want to exchange phone numbers? Uh, not particularly, but <laughs> if you... If you want, I can. I can. Do you want to just give me the number for your cookie cake? Hookup? Yeah, yeah. It's, his name is Joe. All right. Is he Catholic? He calls. He calls every, Yeah, yeah. Holy Ghost. Whatever. Whatever. He calls everyone Chief. So don't expect him to remember your name. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, give me. Give me Joe's number. I'll. Uh, I like. Airdrop it to them. Drop. <laughs> yeah. All right, perfect. Uh, just up this road right here, and then it's on the left. You won't be able to miss it. It says Vandervoort. It's carved into the marble and everything. And it's got the big clouds around it. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Uh, those clouds are fucking weird. Climate change, it's it's fine. Okay, you get off of the golf <laughs> cart and walk towards this maelstrom where it gets progressively darker and darker and darker. What does... Bev here as they approach this um fight because Euphrema and Riley kind of got you into a fight with a ghost. Um, I don't Riley know what do got I into hear. a fight with a ghost. That's true, but Riley did also get us into a fight. Um, what do I hear? That's I was asking Riley and Euphrema that question. Oh, okay. Uh, slice, ah, uh, choke. But 
has already happened. I need... <laughs> what, is Euphrema saying anything in this situation? Yeah. I, I was actually going to try and manipulate someone <laughs> in this. To try and get um, this ghost to calm down a little bit. <laughs> I, I think manipulate someone only works on other humans. I mean, this person was a human at one point. Yeah, so now he's a ghost motivated by pure rage. Okay, manipulate someone does not normally work on monsters, even if they can reason and talk. You can try to make a deal with one if you really want to, but you don't get to roll to ensure it keeps its side of the bargain. You just have to hope that it's an honorable fiend. Good luck with that. Okay, what if I try protecting Riley instead? Uh, so that would negate the two harm that Riley would take in this situation. Um, yeah, go ahead and roll to protect someone. That's a failure. Uh, that is a six. Go ahead and mark experience. Yep. And in doing so, it says, on a miss, you end up making things worse. Ah, crap. <laughs> um, in fact, I think the spirit sort of, it doesn't lose cohesion so much as it sort of pulls in some of the maelstrom and it grows and it shifts and Euphrema, very suddenly you feel a hand around your throat. <laughs> Joke's on you, I'm into it. <laughs> Did you say that? No, because he might try to, to make it worse. <laughs> and he, uh, and this is probably what Bev hears. He roars, get out! Bev, you just heard a unexpected voice. Bev charges in. Um, clearly, that indicates that someone is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to use my talent, What Could Go Wrong? Whenever you charge into immediate danger without hedging your bets, hold two. Okay, what do your holds do? Uh, you may spend the hold one for one to inflict one harm Reduce someone's harm suffered by one, or take plus two forward on an act under pressure roll. I'm going to take two forward. On your act under pressure? Okay, good, because you do have to roll act under pressure in order to get over that fence. Oh. That was the oh of I rolled badly, but you haven't rolled yet. No, that was the <laughs> oh of me unfurling my knees. <laughs> and I'm going to roll with cool using one forward which is a success yeah that is a complete success bev is used to um quasi urbex (laughs) bev has done a lot of they have gotten into several sticky situations because of car very canonically (laughs) you and car did do urbex in an old mental hospital that's correct so like I forgot that I have a, a trait that <laughs> means my if I use old ass weapons I do a little more damage. Okay, yeah, so that that's that I have noted that extra point of damage for the sake of this fight. Uh, but you make your way over the fence effortlessly with similar parkour skill to Euphrema, except maybe a little bit more practiced. Um, and you also note to yourself, gee. If only someone could have seen that. That looked cool, I bet. No, I, I think I think the thought that's running through Bev's head, head when they do that is like, damn it, Carr, why? I 
hate that I'm good at this because of you. So, you, as you enter this mausoleum, see a flashlight dropped on the ground, a ball of floating light, and Euphrema, and that one basic girl from the other day at the pond, both being held up by their throats. By a too large to be human, but very clearly still human man who is translucent. Um, just to confirm, sorry, you said it was Euphrema Lake, or who was it? Euphrema Riley. and Riley. Yeah. Yes, the basic oh, okay. white girl the from the pond girl. the other okay. day. Uh, what? <laughs> okay. Okay, no. Salt. Out. Salt. Salt. <laughs> Is there really another one of you? I just got here. I just brought a cake. I, I'm I'm trying to point to the bag of salt. Um, um Riley, roll the help out. <laughs> okay. Um that's specifically helping another hunter on their roll. <laughs> oh no. When you help another hunter, it doesn't say with their roll. Yeah. I mean the results do grant them bonuses, bonuses. to rolls. But yeah. Yeah. Now the experience but is not in this case. I'm going to mark an experience because I rolled a five. <laughs> we did too well getting Salt. here. <laughs> Bev, I think you interpret that as help. Uh, hmm. I think I mostly want to try and figure out what the hell is going on. Like, okay. Like, I want to figure out what's going on here. Like, how can I help Roll to read a bad situation. These two. Okay. <laughs> um, well, that's minus sharp, minus one. <laughs> Experience so marked. <laughs> like, I have no idea what to do here. There is a floating light. There is a giant dude. And he is choking Euphrema mm -hmm. and this random bitch. So you rolled 1d6 in effect because one of your d6s was a 1 and that gets cancelled out. So your 4 gets you a 4. That's rough. Um, there is yep. one bit of information I think you glean though. You do notice that the ground near the spot labeled Sutton Vandervoort is slightly disturbed. Okay. So that's not like specifically related to protecting... No. The victims or the biggest threats, best way in, best way out, any dangers we haven't... Oh, that is any dangers we haven't noticed. No. It's just ancillary? Okay. You get the impression that that might be this guy. I'm sorry, what was the name again? You get the impression that that might be this guy. No, what was the name again? Sutton. S-U-T-T-O-N. There's also a Kermit and a Zelda. Uh, so... Do I want to let you know that I do want to leave. I want to take these two with me. And is it Sutton? <laughs> I'm sorry, Erica said Max Vander stopping. Uh, is it uh, Sutton? Um, if that's okay with you, I'll just grab these two and, you know, pop out of here sound sound good to you you can take this one and he throws euphrema at you <laughs> euphrema 
That hurt. That hurt a like, lot. Oh. Yeah, oh. take one harm. Um, am I getting harmed as well? Because no. Okay. So what a what about that one? She tried to burn my daughters. She tried to stab me. Okay. Sorry. Who are your daughters again? Shannon and Rosetta. Can I make use of this distraction. <laughs> sure. To uh, drag Can myself I... over the salt and toss it in the ghost direction. <laughs> Couple handfuls. Yes, you may. Yes, you may. <laughs> Does me distracting the ghost count as help out? Yes, but you do have to roll. Yes, I understand. And then, Aaron, you're going to be rolling to kick some ass. Yep. Which is tough, unfortunately. We, Mixed success. Help out, help out means you are very deliberately doing this to try to help. I think once I notice that Euphrem is starting to go for okay. the for the bag, I'm like, okay, keep him talking. Um, okay, sorry. So- it was Janet and Rosetta, you said? Yes, both yeah, wonderful girls. like the Vandervoorts, right? Is that not the name on the mausoleum? Oh, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I just, you know, you you, you read a lot. You, know, you never know who might be. Fuck's sake. Fuck's sake. <sighs> oh, Aaron, that's rough. That is. You did put the plus one there? I did. Mm. Um, Pocket sale. So yeah, you throw some you throw some of the Kalimic salt at this ghost and it just sort of through him. Um Riley, you get pelted a little bit with some rock salt. Can I look at the bag? Yep. Can I see that's the wrong salt? It is in fact potassium salt. Oh, son of a bitch. I'm going to do something really dumb. I'm going to do magic. Roll to do some magic, then. Uh, I mm, This is very strictly against my order's oaths. Uh, that works flawlessly. But I am going to... I want to, like, bind him back to his casket or sarcophagus or whatever. Like, I want to push his spirit back into his body temporarily whatever but get it off of this plane basically so i can get out so um i think in terms of effect this would be do one thing that's beyond human limitations you're not i was thinking that or there's like um trap a specific person minion or monster oh yes that's perfect yeah um is one of the so yeah this magic requires some weird materials stuff that you are trained to keep on you at all times in a spell pouch and if you want to do this sort of thing again you will have to refill it but what burns from inside your fanny pack um is the petrified heart of a starling which you know there's because the the whole like the the order um the leader of the uh, the order is the augur prime mm-hmm. so birds have something to do with it because augury oh yeah that's true but that heart does bind him back to his casket which at the same time also fixes the crack in his casket that you had not quite noticed because it got dark and you fall to the ground <laughs> one harm the ghost is I not there anymore. I one I don't know if that's gonna hold. I we should get out. Um, Bev and Euphrema, you just watched Riley do real fucking magic. So let's I, talk about yeah. that later. Let's just get the hell out of here. Please. I have 
So many questions, but okay. And that is where we'll end the episode. Checks with Dice is a part of Danger Square Productions. To support the work we do, visit our website, dangersquare.ca. Monster of the Week was written by Michael Sands and published by Evil Hat Productions. Remember, the best way to help the show is to leave a review on the podcatcher of your choice or to tell a friend about the show. Word of mouth is the number one way a podcast gains new listeners, and five-star reviews come in at a close second. The theme song for Disaster Lesbian's Guide to the Apocalypse is My Mommy Dom Spit in My Mouth and Now I'm a Commie by Over My Dead Name. Visit linktr.ee slash omdn. It's actually changed this time. O-M-D-N, not O-M-D-M like I said before. She fixed the URL for Allison's other work. This episode features Erin Cotter as Euphrema Naylor. Erin uses they them pronouns. 40 under 40 gay luminary Erica Belsas plays Riley Knutson. Erica uses any all pronouns. Emma Hislop played Bev. Emma uses shrug emoji pronouns, which function like any all pronouns, with a current preference for she. It also featured me, Kathleen Hislop. I use it, its, and she, her pronouns. Until next time, keep an eye out for anything weird. <laughs> <laughs>